Hey, it's Ryan Holiday. Welcome to a weekend episode of the Daily Dad Podcast. I think all parents struggle. I think there's probably nothing harder than being a parent in a world of scarcity and difficulty and adversity. So I'm not minimizing how hard that would be, but I think also raising a child amidst abundance is difficult. If you're wealthy, successful, prominent, how do you raise normal, well-adjusted, successful kids when they can potentially have anything they could ever want, when you don't have to say no, when you may be in a place where you want to give them all the things that you didn't have. Obviously, I've experienced some success in my life, so I was thinking about this, but I wanted to get some advice from someone who's really experienced it. My, uh, when I interviewed David Rubenstein, I had a chance to ask someone to whom money is not even remotely a concern, a, literally a billionaire, one of the richest people in the world, but also someone who's very thoughtful. He's the author of several books, including How to Lead Wisdom from the World's Greatest CEOs, Founders, and Game Changers, most recently How to Invest, Masters of the Craft. He's also a proud father. And so I asked him how he has raised well-adjusted kids in this world, how he's pushed them to still be ambitious, to still try to do things, um, how he's tried to raise them amidst abundance without spoiling them rotten. And uh, I wanted to share that perspective with you. You can listen to the full interview over on Daily Stoic. Here's the real relevant parenting stuff for you. And thank you to David for coming on the Daily Stoic podcast actually twice for being transparent and open enough to share some of this insight with all of us. I hope you like it. There's what's in your control, and there's what's outside your control, and then there's the things that you have some influence over. Well, today's sponsor says you don't have to choose between better hair and your health. There's a holistic solution for men that helps promote both healthier hair and whole body wellness. You can get ahead of thinning hair. You can influence where your hairline's going with Nutrafol's whole body approach to hair growth. No drugs, no compromises. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol's hair growth nutraceuticals go beyond genetics to multi-target the root causes of thinning hair, including stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle through whole body health. It's physician-formulated using natural medical-grade ingredients. Nutrafol's drug-free patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising their sexual health. In a clinical study, men showed progressive improvement in hair growth and thickness after three and six months. And it's trusted and recommended by 3,000 top doctors. You can grow thicker and healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com slash men and entering the promo code DAILYDAD to save 15 bucks off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com. Use promo code DAILYDAD. It is interesting. All of us have the ability, obviously, to have multi-generational impact through our children, uh, obviously just those of us who have children, but we have the ability to do that. How have you thought about teaching You know, the ideas of investing being smart? I, I imagine uh, having children when you have essentially unlimited money you know, presents a different kind of parenting challenge than a single mother who's 
trying to get by. And do you have children? I do. I have a six-year-old and a, and a three-year-old. Okay. I've said many times, the hardest thing in the world to do is to raise children who are happy and healthy. Hmm. And you, you kind of feel that you've finally done that um, and that, that, that you've discharged your responsibility when they, when they turn about 70 years old. <laughs> your, your entire life, no matter what age. When I, my, my mother died when I was uh, probably you know, late 60s. She's still calling me, telling me what to do. And they're always worried about what you're doing. So now, parenting is a tough, tough job. If you are wealthy, it's even tougher because avoiding spoiling your children is a very big challenge. And we've all seen children of very wealthy families that have spoiled their children to the point where the children accomplish nothing in their life. And sometimes they just become drug addicts or, or alcoholics. And it's a sad situation. It's not easy raising kids with a lot of money. Yes. Yeah. Someone told me that the tricky thing is if your house is so big, uh, you can't uh, yell at your kids from across the house. I haven't heard that before, but uh, maybe there's something to that. But in the end, look, everybody uh, does parenting differently. But, you, you know, there's no doubt that if you have more time you spend with your kids, you're probably going to be better off in the end because they're probably going to turn out better. Um, it's rare that you turn, you ignore your kids and all of a sudden they turn out to be road scholars. <laughs> well, yeah. And it's probably not fair. I mean, most parents struggle to raise good, healthy kids, right? So it's probably just that we look at the children of wealthy parents and go, oh, you know, they did a bad, a, a worse job or do a worse job than the rest of us. Um, but h- how have you thought about, like, I, I guess it, 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 it if you're the richest or most successful or best person in the world at what you do, and yet your kids are miserable or your kids are struggling, you probably don't feel very successful. And yet we spend way more time on our professional advancement than our sort of personal uh, happiness. Because, uh, people like to be involved doing things that are productive and make them feel good. And when you're making a lot of money and you're successful at it, and then your kids are terrible. You don't want to spend time with your kids because you realize it's not as much fun. In my own case, I have three children and I either failed or not, depending on your point of view, all of them are in private equity. Mm. So they all have their own separate private equity funds. They now are, you know, they all have MBAs from really good schools and they're all well-educated. And did I make a mistake by producing no poets or playwrights? I don't know. Well, at least they're working, right? They are working. That's, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. And I've got to imagine too, it's like when you're really good at something and, you know, uh, respected and powerful in that thing, it always goes, or most of the time goes exactly the way that you want it to go. Whereas even the president or a dictator has trouble, you know, getting their kids to do what they want. And so we, we, we might veer away from this difficult, unpredictable, challenging thing in favor of something much more comfortable and rewarding, which is work. Look, we talk about this idea of memento mori, that life is ephemeral, that life can be short, that we don't know or get to choose when we go. But we can choose to protect our families, to keep them safe, to not be in ignorance of this fact, right? That's what the Stokes would say. And as a parent, you definitely got to think about this because there are people who depend on you who need to be taken care of after you're gone. Well, that's where today's sponsor, Fabric by Gerber Life, comes in. So you can get a high-quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. 
Fabric's new lower prices mean potentially significant savings over other providers with great quality policies like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. Life insurance is complicated. It's difficult. It's been difficult when I've tried to get it before, but Fabric makes it easy to apply with a seamless digital experience. It's all online and on your time. And if you need extra support, their team of licensed insurance agents can help answer questions along the way. As I said, it takes less than 10 minutes to apply. You see your quote, and then you personalize it to fit your family's needs. You can be offered coverage instantly with no health exam required. Fabric has partnered with Gerber Life, trusted by millions of families like yours for over 50 years. They've got 1,600 five-star reviews on Trustpilot, so you can feel confident you're getting a high-quality policy that's perfect for your family. Fabric has a 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can cancel at any time. Fabric was specifically designed to give parents like you, like us, affordable term life insurance, plus wills, access to college savings funds, and more tools to help protect your family's financial future, all in an easy online experience. Protect your family today with Fabric by Gerber Life. Apply in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com slash daily dad. That's meetfabric.com slash daily dad. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash daily dad. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and questions. Look, people who work hard and make, make become presidents of the United States rarely produce children who themselves, anybody else thinks would become president of the United States. Obviously, George Herbert Walker Bush did. But generally, um, you would say the kids of president of the United States are often um, not getting as much attention from their fathers when they're growing up. Ronald Reagan uh, didn't have a great relationship with his kids. I think Jimmy Carter would say he didn't, didn't do as good a job with his kids as he did with his grandkids. Uh, you rarely see uh, somebody who strives to be president of the United States and does everything necessary, spending as much time with their kids as later they think they should have. Why do you think your kids all went into private equity? Do they, do, is it a gene uh, or did they want to impress you or do they? Uh, I don't know. They all, they went to good schools and Harvard and Stanford and Duke and things like that. And they all, I don't know, maybe they thought my, my, uh, the equity business was a good business, but I don't really know. I mean, I, I haven't really quizzed them on it. They they thought it was a reasonable way to spend their time and they enjoy it. And they they saw that I was doing If you were doing it again, would you design your life to be able to spend more time with your family and kids? Oh, well, nobody says, I wish I spent less time with my kids. Nobody says that, right? <laughs> sure. So of course, the answer has to be, yes, I wish I spent more time with my kids. Um, but I don't know if they would have been much better. I mean, they, what, what, what would they have done um, that I'm not happy with? They, they, they turned out okay. I would say they're, you know, nobody's perfect, but I think they've done a pretty good job of, of uh, creating uh, lives for themselves without depending on me. But the, I'm sure, everybody wishes they spent more time with their kids. The, the writing rule or the, the, the axiom in, in writing is that every kid you have is a book that you won't write. But I feel like that's a pretty good trade. Well, I guess uh, Elon Musk's not going to be writing a lot of books, right? <laughs> yes, uh, I, I think three three is three is a is a, is a number that's too big for me. But anything above three starts to make me uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean uh, there are people who obviously have a lot of kids, and they, sometimes you have families of eight, nine, ten kids, and they turn out okay. Uh, but you know, obviously, if you have that many kids, you really need to have some money, I think, to be able to raise them reasonably well. But, uh, you know, there's nobody that's, you know, raised kids perfectly. Everybody has their challenges and everybody's frustrated at times with doing it. 
Well, that is the quirk of the of of modern developed nations is that the wealthier societies uh seem to be the fewer kids they have. I wonder if that's an evolutionary investment strategy that we don't really know that we're making. Well, it used to be that people had large numbers of kids because one, they died in childbirth or they died young. And then also you needed them to help do the farm or the chores around the, 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 the house the house you had or whatever. Now people don't need to do have kids that kind of work at the house and so that's a factor. Secondly, people have their own careers now that take them away from their home, and they probably don't have the, the feeling they need as many kids as they maybe they did before because they don't have the time for it. Um, but in the end, uh, China had a one-child policy for a long time for population reasons. Now they've gotten rid of it. I'd say in our society, I think in the United States, the average family has, what, 2.2 children or something like that. Yeah. And that's you know probably norm uh, for wealthy, developed societies. But yeah, I, th- I think the 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 reasoning is that parents concentrate their increased resources more directly on fewer kids. So instead of spreading it out over four kids, they're highly investing in two kids because they want them to go to Harvard or yeah, because right. they think the world is so competitive, they're concentrating their forces. Maybe in some parts of the world, people have staggering amounts of kids. I think uh, Osama bin Laden's father, I think, had fifty one children. Yes, that tends to be in, uh, yes, I'll, uh, th- that, that is a different society, I guess. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, when you're bogged down, when you're overwhelmed, you're not able to show up for the people that you need to show up for. Your kids, your spouse, your loved ones, right? your employees, your clients, whatever it is. Well, working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you. When you're empowered, when you're taking care of yourself, you can take care of other people better. You can be better prepared for the stuff that life throws at you. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, and affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash daily dad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash daily dad. Yeah, but you do get people that, um, um, you know, the Orthodox Jews are producing lots of kids as well. So, um, you know, some types of uh, people really think it's good to have more kids. Um, what else do you feel like, uh, if you could pass, like if you were passing along to your children was, I'm sure, I, I know you were one of the original signers of the, of the giving pledge, but as, as your kids are, uh, when you leave this world, your kids will, have significant resources. It, if there, what are one or two sort of principles that you have tried to instill in them from an investing in a financial stewardship perspective? Well, you're assuming I'm giving my money to my kids. I'm, I haven't said I'm doing that. Well, not all of it, but I, I'm sure I'm yeah. sure they're not going to end up on the street somewhere. Is what I'm saying. Oh, they're going to have their own good careers, so probably yeah. they'll make a lot of money. They won't need mine. But um, look, the most important thing is to try to. Uh, um, feel that you're doing something useful with your life. You know, if you feel that you're doing something that's meaningless and and not useful for society, that's that's not a good thing. So try to find something that you enjoy and that you feel is meaningful. And you can't do great things in the world if you don't enjoy what you're doing. Nobody won a Nobel Prize hating what they do. They have to love what they're doing. 
And so uh, I, I try to get my kids to find something that, that they like doing. And now my kids are all very happy with what they're doing. And, and, and yeah, that's what I mean. I guess like as far as, as money goes, should one find the ways of investing that are interesting and exciting to them? Or is your point more like, uh, find a way to automate it and not even think about it. So you're spending more of your time well, on what you actually like doing. In their case, they're trying to build their own companies and businesses. So that's part of the pleasure of building something from scratch. Uh, obviously, with my last name, it, it may be an advantage uh, they've had, but, but they have to do the work and you just can't just rely on my last name or my network or something. So I think they're building something. I think they're doing a pretty good job of it. Uh, in the end, they have to come up and decide what makes them the happiest. In the end, everybody has their own ideas about what makes them happy. And you can't tell your kids to do this or do that because you'll be happier doing it. They have to come to it themselves. Hey, thank you for listening to the Daily Dad podcast. Leave us a review in iTunes. It helps a great deal. Really appreciate it. And of course, if you know any other dads who could benefit from these messages, please let them know.